Hey everybody, welcome to the Johnny Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Miller. Welcome to episode number 36, everybody. 36, train to seis in the old Espanol language, that's right, mm-hmm. Going on 162, well, by the time you hear this, it will be 162 days. No booze, no booze, no booze. It's all right, feeling pretty good. July 30th, 2021 is when you will hear this. Uh, at least that's when the initial listings will be. Um, yeah, been a minute since I've been on here. Apologize. Kid hasn't had school. Liz, uh, great on her, has been working. Uh, and uh, so, you know. Yeah, so what's been going on? I, I hope this will work. I adjusted my levels a little bit. I felt like last episode, couldn't hear myself as well as I normally do. So I adjusted things on the board, and now I feel like I can hear the ceiling fan. Um, just kind of worrying. Man, I might be paranoid. I don't know. I just, I can't sit. I mean, it's been so hot. I know it's been hot everywhere. I hope you guys are staying cool out there. But it's just, I can't sit in the Lizard Mill Creations studio. Lizard Mill, L-I-Z-Z-A-R-D-M-I-L-L. Check it out on Facebook, Creations. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, I can't sit in here in the studio without some sort of air circulation. So, hopefully that works out. I think it'll be fine. So, you guys been okay? Yeah, having a good summer. <laughs> uh, we'll have some fun. I hold on. Let me there we go. Twist that a little bit. I adjust this the mic stand, which I I well that'll bring me up to something. Uh, I got a new mic stand. So the one I have now is just one of those like metal stands you would see a comic comic use in a club. Just a metal mic stand, and just one of those. And then, uh, but I got it down to like seat level. I got my uh, got the little pop filter there, the little pop filter on it, and um, just the mic. My fantastic blue uh, is the brand, the model. It's, a, it's an Encore 300 microphone. Love it, great microphone. But I got it on this metal stand, and I want one of those ones that you can kind of turn and move and swivel. And so I found one pretty cheap on Amazon. It comes with a bunch of accessories and stuff like that. So I just, I don't understand uh, what's up with. Amazon though because you'll be sitting there looking at something on the website and they'll be like okay if you order by such and such a time we could have it to your house in like 15 minutes right we got a guy heading that direction <clears throat> or if you wait till past a certain time it's going to be till the end of the pandemic before you get it you know I don't I don't know so should have been I thought it was going to be here yesterday it's not going to be here till what is technically today very much today <laughs> today so I ordered from Amazon, which got me thinking about what the whole, because that's happened since the last time I talked to you guys. Uh, the, we have billionaires going into space, which I'm fine. I thought it was cool. That's interesting as far as that. But people want to hate on Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos because they went to space. If you had billions and billions of dollars, you'd be doing shit like that too. Maybe not going to space. Not everybody's into going to space, but I'm just saying somebody who, you know, whatever gender or whatever, they, some of them, if they had billions and billions of dollars, would want to go into space. Why not? Right? I mean, these people have busted their asses. I don't understand how people like, like these guys work, like Musk, Elon Musk, uh, Bezos, and Branson. I don't know how people like that even exist. But I mean, I guess they just, they hustle, they're smart, they, you know, they get shit done. And like Bezos, I don't hate on him. For what he does. I mean, except for the fact he doesn't pay taxes, right? He doesn't pay taxes. So uh, I kind of feel 
Like maybe, you know, like that's kind of a bullshit thing. But other than that, you can't hate on him. I mean, the guy built a company. Uh, he worked very hard to get it. I mean, I've heard, I heard one time that Bezos, Jeff Bezos, the initial <clears throat> office building that Amazon was in, um, he would run up and down the stairs to get to the office in the building. And apparently it was several, it was several floors. So he's running up like 20 flights of stairs uh, to go to work, which <laughs> I can't imagine, you know, you're the president of the company, uh, the CEO, and you're running up and down the stairs to and from work. How many uh, ass-kissing interns did he, did he have to deal with every day just trying to get to and from work because he wanted to take the stairs, get some exercise, <clears throat> you know? Say he's running to work and there's some guy, hey, Mr. Bezos, fancy meeting you here. <laughs> trying to trying to earn some brownie points. Looking like he's a go-getter. Um, but other than that, I don't I don't I don't hate on Bezos. I mean the guy I mean I'm one thing I definitely believe in is capitalism. And he does do charity shit. I'm just saying, if you had billions of dollars, you'd fucking go to space too. And he didn't just go alone. He had uh, he had the uh, the older lady who I thought it was great he took her. You know, good on her. I guess somebody dropped out or something I was supposed to go. But she was in the women's astronaut program uh, back years ago, decades ago. And uh, NASA canceled the program. And then she, I guess she got too old to do it or something. I don't know the whole story. I read it, but I'm not, I'm not going to go into it right now. Completely. Uh, but she got to go. I thought that was cool. The kid from Denmark, I thought was a little odd. Hey, take for the ride. Um, I thought it was funny. He told Bezos he's never actually shopped on Amazon. <laughs> um, and then he took his uh his his Crow Magnum looking brother. I'm sorry, but that dude scares me. He looks like something out of um. He looks like a bald. Do you remember in the the was it Superman two, in the '80s? The the dude the big the bad guys came and the one of them he couldn't talk. He was you know. <laughs> he looks like a bald version of that guy. That's what Bezos' brother looks like. He does. It looks like an evil character from an 80s Superman movie. Um, and then Bezos, of course, went. And they, they, they got to fly up. Of course, everybody made fun of Bezos' rocket because it looked like a big dildo flying up in the sky, which it looked like it was built by Amazon. That's funny. I mean, it, to me, I thought it was. Like, it literally looked like it was built like something you would buy on Amazon. <laughs> for, hmm, I need a rocket. You know, and, oh, here's one. It kind of had that look to it. But I don't hate on for no. I thought it was, I mean, it's interesting, you know. But I feel like if he'd pay his taxes, that would be something. I don't know. I was talking to Tom Edgov. Um That's his voicemail when you call him. Uh, <laughs> we were talking one time about how sending billionaires into space is a terrible idea. Because they're talking about how some of the first people to go to Mars are going to probably be billionaires who just, they what they you know they want to go to Mars. Fuck it, they're gonna go. I can see Musk doing it. I don't think Bezos and Branson would do that. I can see Elon Musk. But anyways, I'm just thinking. We were talking about how that would be a, such a terrible idea, <laughs> like because you know they're not gonna clean up shit. They're not gonna clean up anything. You know they'd be the dirtiest spacecraft going, being there. Now they're saying actually that if you go to Mars, that what it would be, it wouldn't be. Because they were saying that originally that people went to Mars, and they're still saying this to a certain point, but people who go to Mars, 
the first people, humans, they're going to live there forever. They're just going to live their lives out on Mars. They're not going to come back. And I, I, no, I couldn't do that. But they're saying now that they think maybe they could do it where <clears throat> you spend like 10 years on Mars. I think if you're a billionaire, you go live on another planet and be probably within luxury of, you know, I'm not saying you got, you know, you got uh, a Mars rover that's gold plated or anything like that. I'm not saying do all that shit, but they'd probably be fine. Um, yeah. But people may find the rocket. I, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, it was kind of funny that uh, Bezos sat there during a press conference afterwards and was like, yeah, you guys all paid for it. <laughs> like, oh, where's my mic stand? God damn it, Jeff Bezos. Where is it? And then also when they screwed up my wife's... Uh, was it, yeah, screwed up... Uh, I had some Christmas stuff I ordered from my wife, from, for my wife back Christmas time. And they, they sent them to Mississippi. Anyways. Um, and then, what was it? Branson, though, his plane... His, right, it was, it was, it's so like it had a plane that dropped it and the rocket fired, then it went up. And it actually went, I guess, supersonic went up. One of them went higher. Didn't Bezos go higher? I think Bezos went like 62 miles and uh, Branson went like 57 miles above the earth. Like, if that's not a, that, that, now, if that's not a pissing contest, I don't know. <coughs> Stupid trees. I don't know what is. But, um, yeah. And like I said, I don't hate on those dudes. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't know how those guys even exist. To do all the things they do, if I had gotten to that point, yes, I would go into space if I could. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, Branson had the rocket thing. That looked kind of cool. It looked, uh, it was interesting. But yeah, sending billionaires into space. I don't think that's a very good idea. Anyways, whoo, that happened. And then uh, I saw this the other day. So Mr. Mr. Lindell, Mr. Mike Lindell, my pillow, where's my buy my pillow. Apparently, he's not going to run anymore advertising on Fox News because <laughs> they're even Fox News is sitting there now going, all right, this guy's a fucking idiot. I don't understand <laughs> like what this guy's talking about. He's not talking about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But yeah, apparently he has told Fox News that he will no longer be uh, spending his money for advertising because he's mad that he is literally going on the Internet. And saying things that are unfounded, uh, I guess. Some of the stuff he says, I think he actually believes. But point being, though, they are completely unfounded, to say the least. Um, and he's even, like I said, even Fox News. All these people that turn on, you come to me. he wants to have some sort of symposium. You know, he keeps saying that, that Trump's going to be back in office by August. <laughs> by my pillow, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that I thought it was funny because the dude is literally losing his shit. And I don't understand why people keep doing that. People keep losing their marbles because of this. this so much political bullshit going on. I thought it was funny. What was it? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, and uh, what was it Getz? And then a couple of people were, were sitting there and they had their press conference the first day of the, the Capitol riot um, hearings. And, People showed up and were blowing whistles and yelling at him, and I, they had to run away. I thought it was awesome. Um, and the thing that was funniest about it was, that's the thing they wanted to sit there and go, "Well, this." Like one dude was yelling, "They're like, all right, we got to break up this press conference." And you know, one person was like, "Oh, that's the, the left, 
the left they don't they don't care about free speech no nobody wants to hear you talk that's what that's what the problem is no one wants to hear these people talk you know when you stand around and trying to hear other people or make other people hear you you know and they don't want to listen that's not that's not free speech that's narcissism that's what i'm saying so i just <clears throat> it's craziness how they're doing that i mean it's it's uh You know, one of these days we're going to figure it out. Somebody will. Somebody's going to really get to the bottom of all this. But all these people are just so obsessed with this giant pumpkin fucking dude. Is this a comedy podcast? I don't know. I might have to read. <laughs> Billionaires in space. Oh, you guys. Uh, you, you, what's it? Uh, Crawford. Karen Crawford. Yeah, the wine commercials. Okay, look. I know I've talked about this before in the show. I'm not trying to rehash all of it, but <laughs> come on. I'm all about women empowerment, okay? I totally believe in it. I think that uh, a woman could be president of the United States, except for Hillary Clinton. I don't think she could be president of the United States. And no, I'm not a Trump supporter. You just heard me talk about that. But I just see, I don't think she could do it. <laughs> but I think, yes, absolutely there could be a woman president. Um, but Oh, Kim, Kim Crawford. Kim Crawford, the, the wine commercials. I talked about them before. You've seen them, right? It's women. They're carrying wine. They're looking very, very determined that the, what they're doing. They're going to drink their wine. They're going to get the fuck out of their way. They walk there. But, so the new one they have is the barbecue one. Have you seen this one? These women, they come walking out of the house. Very nice house. Very nice big yard. They're walking. <clears throat> and the one lady's, all the, there's three women. They got that look on their faces. They're just like, meh. And they got the one that's in the back that's carrying something. And she's, they always got that look like, yeah, say something. Yeah, say something. Yeah, I'm, we're bringing wine to the barbecue. What? Say something. Yeah. I got these two poorly chilled, big-ass bottles of cheap wine. One's a white Zin or a rosé because that's what, you know, Tracy likes. And we're bringing these to the barbecue. What? Say something. They cut to one of the dudes. The dude's like, huh? He's like flipping shit on the grill, right? <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's like... Bring your wine. Who? Dude, nobody gives a shit. It's, it's like if you sit there. What was the one they had where they were doing the hairdresser? It's like, it's like she's holding her glass. She's like, yeah, I'm getting fucked up. Nothing you can do about it. Why I get my hair done? Yeah. That, that and can we please? And I even... The, the Asian ladies on the Discovery commercial. Ooh, I got my money. Oh, please, please, please get rid of that. Please, somehow, some uh, there's got to be something we can do. <sighs> yeah, summer TV. But yeah, just but the Crawford wine convert. That, this is like, who are you trying to? And then they show the lady at the end, and she's like biting off a piece of meat off there. Now she's doing it, and she's kind of smiling. And it's fireworks and shit. I'm just saying nobody cares. I, did, I just feel like the the... The point of the advertising is just getting kind of like, okay, you're badass because you're drinking wine at a barbecue. Okay. All right. Good job. <laughs> Can we all just hang out and chill? I don't need your nasty looks while you're bringing out that, that garbage. <clears throat> Anyways. At least it's in bottles. It's not in the boxes, right? That'd be funny. My God, me. We're grilling us up a pig. Good smoke it. I brought a box of wine. 
<laughs> oh, man. And this is the other thing. I was reading this earlier. I don't know why, because I just... It was the... Uh, what, it was, come on, people. We got to stop with the Britney thing. The whole Britney Spears thing. Are we really that obsessed with it? Is it really that big a deal? I mean, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm all for women's empowerment. I, I, and I think that what's happened to Britney has been completely fucking weird. One, <laughs> but outrageous. You got her father taking care of her stuff. Come on, you know that guy doesn't need to be involved in that shit. Supposedly they had her on birth control. What the? What is that? That's awful. I mean. Britney Spears has done shows in Vegas and all stuff. She's the worker and all these people, all these people just come in and just take their piece and take their piece. Why would she have, <clears throat> people are like, oh, well, she was going crazy. They, they, they literally, t she made millions of dollars, not billions, but she made millions of dollars. And, you know, she, <clears throat> uh, all these people, they tell her what to do with it. It's freaking stupid. If I if I made millions of dollars and I worked my ass off doing two shows a night, five, six days a week in Vegas, plus all the other albums and touring and everything else I did, and I made millions of dollars, and then you tell me, sorry, John, you're a little wacko right now. You can't have any of your money. We're gonna tell you, we're gonna tell you, you'll live fine, but we're gonna tell you how to spend all that money that your face, that your voice, that everything else, your image made for us. Yeah. There's so many other people out there in the world that got to worry about how they're going to pay their bills and when their next meals are going to come from. Nope, we got you. You're our meal ticket. Yeah, our ticket to paradise, freedom. Do whatever the fuck we want to do off of your money. We're going to tell you how to live your life. Why? So we can keep getting your money. That's what That's what they want. <clears throat> that's stupid. It's stupid. And I feel bad for her. Point being, but and point being is, is that uh, who gives a fuck? That's also kind of kind of what I'm saying. I don't care. I I, I wish Brittany all the best. You know, I wish her all the best. I wish she could do whatever the hell she wanted to with her money, spend it however she wants. She should be able to. I don't care how crazy she is. If she's not hurting, <clears throat> you know, anybody else. And herself, I know. And people, well, she was going to hurt herself. She was probably suicidal. Probably because you made her suicidal, dumbasses. You know? I mean, that much, all the time, work, work. Come on, come on, Brittany. Come on, come on, come on, Brittany. Come on. It's got to be a little rough. And so, like I said, I feel bad for her. But there's other people standing outside of the courthouse and the, Freedom for Britney, blah, blah, blah. Don't you have something else to do? No? Okay. <laughs> have something. Something else to be doing other than standing outside of a courthouse in Los Angeles for a woman. It's just, it's stupid. It's just stupid. And people care too much about that shit. It's just, people just get obsessed. People are just so obsessed with everything nowadays. They just, they're just so, oh my God, I can't get enough. Just leave her alone. That's just like that that crying dude that one time. I I feel like just playing that over. Just leave Brittany alone. Leave her alone. Leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> and maybe and maybe if you do that, here's a little tip for you. This is why more people need to get behind the leave Brittany alone movement. We won't have to hear about her on the fucking news anymore, right? Like it's actual news. 
they literally sat there on the nightly news and talked about Britney Spears and her money and all stuff like that. It's come on, leave her alone. Yeah, leave her alone. Just leave her alone. And then we can all just not hear about her. She makes an album, great. She puts some, I don't know if you saw the picture on it, was it Instagram? She's standing wearing a pair of denim shorts and uh, she got her, has her hands and she's, she has her boobs covered, but she's pushing them together. Hey, you want to do that, Brittany? You do that. <laughs> do it. Doesn't. I, I mean, I'm not going to complain. I don't think a lot of people would complain. Uh, how's that hurting anybody? You know, so. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I got a couple of things. Not going to be a long episode today. I know I always say that. And then I talk and I talk and I talk. So we'll see. Um, couple quick things. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's do this. So we're going to, uh, I got, I got a couple little emails. Got one. So this is a uh, guy, new Brad. What's up, dude? Uh, sent me a message and he actually is from near where I live. Um, and I've run into him. He used to work the comedy club circuit. Like I did, uh, lives out in LA and, um, stuff like that. So he sent me an email. He's like, uh, Hey John, just want to let you know that, uh, living out in California. Cause I talked last episode about uh, the California sober thing that I in California. A lot of people say California sober when you're, when you smoke weed all the time, but you don't drink, but it can also be other things as well. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. And then, um, so I'm trying to read this, read this off of, uh, uh, Twitter. I got a DM. You can DM me on Twitter. I don't care. I'll read it. Um, yeah. So, and that's what I took it as, uh, Brad, that's what I was saying. And other people who might listen to the last episode, I don't, I don't drink. Um, I'm, you know, I've never been a, you know, what they call a hard drug guy. I don't, it's just not the, um, don't get me wrong, experimentation, but <laughs> nothing, nothing too major. Don't get me wrong. Nothing too major. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, it's not my thing, but apparently with the, and then of course with the cannabis, the marijuana products, yeah, I like to imbibe sometimes, but it's an all day, not an all day, everyday thing. And that's why I said, uh, no on the, the California sober issue. Because I know there's people out there and uh, what, was it? What, he was, what Brad was saying was um, right here, it says uh, a lot of people, they say California sober because they're not drinking, but it's not just about uh, weed. It can also sometimes entail other harder drugs as well as pills. And you, as I, as I have heard you say, and I agree, pills are garbage. <clears throat> yeah, and that's why I said that's why I said no on the the Cali. Yeah, am like, I California sober? No, but I do. I, yeah, I see where they're coming from. All right, thanks, Brian. Good to hear from you, dude. Oh, and I heard from Josh in Utah. Everybody, Josh, good to hear from you, man. Just sent me a quick email, like say he's doing good, and uh, yeah, dude, keep hanging in there, man. I like it. I like it. Did his first ever comedy set. Uh, a couple weeks ago. So what's so what today's thirtieth? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Word, 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 man. Keep doing it. If you like it, you keep doing it. That's why I tell people. People ask me about stand up. They'll be like, when I used to do it all the time, <clears throat> they would ask me, you know, what 
you know, what's things not, you know, should I try it? I'm like, just try it. That's what I, Lewis Black, I had never done <clears throat> comedy before. And I went to, Lewis Black was the second comic I ever saw. I think I talked about that in the past, but um, yeah, I met him after the show. It was a little, the little comedy club I started at up in uh, Fairfax, Tyson's Corner. <clears throat> it was Garvin's at the time, and it was called Wise Acres. <clears throat> and uh, they said they had an open mic, and I asked Lewis Black, I said, I think I might try and stand up, and he was like, just try it. Um, you know, do five minutes, hang out. If you like it, you'll keep doing it. So that's what I tell you. So Josh, man, good on you, dude. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you like it, you'll you'll keep going. Um, and then uh, I got this one real quick. This is from uh, Brie. Like the cheese? Um, spelled like that. B-R-I-E? Bri? <laughs> no, I think it's Brie. Uh, Brie. Hey, John D. Greetings from Wales. Oh, oh, hello. Wales in the U.K., um, uh, oh man, you gotta, oh, Wales, they have different accents than the, like the Welsh, they have different accents than the, cause I was gonna try to imagine this as Amelia Clark <laughs> reading this, uh, which I don't know if you know who she is, I, Game of Thrones, uh, played Kira in the Solo movie, Star Wars movie, and, um, been a bunch of other stuff, but I saw her recently in an interview, you gotta check out, just Google it, just, you know, Amelia Clark, and, uh, one of the interviews she does, and just, just type in Valley Girl, her <laughs> her Valley Girl accent is so dead on point. It is absolutely because uh, because she liked uh, different shows that had, I forgot which, which one it was. Damn it! Um, but yeah, her it's so dead on point. So, but I was gonna imagine her reading this, but um, I guess I could have Siri do it because I do have a British Siri. Yeah, whatever doesn't matter. But the Welsh. So whatever a Welsh accent is, imagine it's being read <laughs> in a Welsh accent. Because it's a little different. It's just like New York English, Georgia English, California English. It's the same thing here. It's, it's, England does the same thing, right? English, but it's <clears throat> different accents. Um, hey, hey, John D. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not going to try to do that. Um, hey, John D. I love that. That's cool. Hey, John D. Greetings from Wales in the U.K., I hold on. I I scrolled up. I hit something wrong. Darn it! There it is. Emails. Okay. Um. This is a shitty uh, email reading. Uh, recently started listening to your show. A friend of mine turned it on. Turned it on for me one day when I told him I needed something interesting to listen to. Well, who's your friend? I do have listeners in England. It's on my analytics. So. But it's weird. It just says, it'll say, so it goes on the things. It says United Kingdom, and then it says England, which England is, okay, so that's, all right, we'll get into that in a second. <clears throat> but who's your friend? Because um, I appreciate that. I don't have hundreds of thousands of fans. I just, I don't know, I think I probably have like 200. I got, anyways. Uh, and Bree says, uh, turn on for me. I need something interesting to listen to. Uh, he turned it on, and uh, I'm catching up on old episodes. Recently listened to the one where you discuss uh, the bird. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember that. That was from, God, that was from early, <clears throat> early episodes. And I talk about how the guy flipped me off on the on my sitting on my front porch. <clears throat> and so I did the history of the bird, which is uh, 
pluck the U. It was uh, where the English archers were fighting the French, and uh, so the the bows were made out of the. It was the, what was it? The wood, and then was the U. Was it a U tree or was it the actual? But anyways, the term came uh, pluck U because the, the the British won, and um, so they were flipping off their middle fingers at the at the French because the French were gonna all the archers that they captured after they defeated them, <clears throat> they were going to cut off their middle fingers. So the British were waving their middle fingers at them, going, "Nah, we can still pluck the U," and so it became a term called pluck U. Um. And then she writes uh, right here. You mentioned in the, you mentioned during the segment. Okay, I'm gonna call it a segment. It's not the Daily Show. You mentioned in your segment that what's the difference between do you want to be called British or English or what? Is that exactly how I said it? Because you quoted it. <laughs> Is that exactly how I said? It? Um, just so you know, for instance, I live in Wales. Uh, we are basically what would be a state type of situation that you would experience in America. So, for instance, I can be Welsh and from the United Kingdom. You can be English and from the United Kingdom. But, okay, if you're British. No, no. Yeah, did did I say that right? Yeah, so basically you can be British and be from England or Wales, but you're not English uh, if you're from Wales. Okay. Hmm. I how did I not ever look that up earlier? Did I look that up? I don't think I did. Uh best wishes. Look forward to more episodes. Bree. Cool. Well, thanks for explaining that to me and making me look stupid. <laughs> hey, you know what? One of the best things you can do um in doing a podcast they I've told is it look vulnerable. So I don't know. That was a terrible reading. I don't know. I don't like reading it off my phone. I I'm going to print them out. I'm going to print them out and do it. But anyways, all right. So if you're from England or Wales, you can be British and from the UK. But if if you're from Wales, you're not English. Okay. That makes sense. Just like if you're, you're an American, but you're not. So, I don't know. How would you say that here? You're an American, uh, whether you're from New York or Georgia or Virginia California, you're an American, but you're not Californian. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess that's the way we do it. Oh, you're from England. No, I'm from Wales. Same difference. That's, uh, that's not, it's, it's different. I remember when I used to work construction, that's like when I used to work construction, um, one time this guy was pointing at a, a Hispanic gentleman that we worked with. And was claiming that the guy had stolen his hammer. He goes, yeah, that Mexican guy over there stole my hammer. And I said, that guy's not Mexican. He goes, yeah, he is. He's Mexican. I said, no, <clears throat> he's actually from Guatemala. He was like, oh, how do you know that? I said, because I've talked to him <laughs> in Spanish, mind you. And uh, yeah, he's from Guatemala, so he's not Mexican. He's like, well, ever same difference. I'm like, oh, are you Canadian? He goes, no, I'm from the goddamn American United States. And I said, well, same difference, right? No, it's not. Okay, okay, I got you. So, okay, Bree, I got you. That's cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. So we're all Americans. You're all British and from the UK, the United Kingdom. Um, which explains why there's so many flags. <laughs> With the whole, I swear, I, I told Bill Burr on Twitter, not anything else. 
he didn't like it, but other people did um, as far as getting attention. But I was saying how England, it's like they almost do England. The <laughs> I just fucked myself up on that one. Like England and Britain, stuff like that. They, they do flags like uh, American sports leagues do third jerseys. <laughs> That's... <laughs> There's like, if I got this one, then we got a retro one. <clears throat> they got one that's a, you know, <laughs> it's a retro one. This is the classic. This is our regular ones we wear. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. Well, thanks everybody for writing in. And uh, all right. Well, we're going to take a break right now. Take a little quick little break. Got some stuff coming up. Could be talking about some fun summer attractions that are around the country as well coming up. Hmm. Check this out. Is Steven Spielberg a big game hunter? Hmm. I don't know. Find out right after this. And we are back to part two of episode number 36. Trenta Sace of the John D podcast. That's right. How was your commercial? Did you enjoy that? Got to make some money one way or the other out of this, right? Hmm. This whole little endeavor I'm doing. Yeah, that, that break for you was about a minute and a half. For me, it was about an hour and a half. So <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, but how was how was your how was your commercial? Did you know that you yeah, that's the little thing I do. But you know, did you you can also be a sponsor on the show. Um, different ways we can make that happen. Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at John Podcast. Just John Podcast, J O N Podcast. Johnny Comedy, J O N D Comedy. Uh, you can write the show, which also I meant to say earlier about the emails. If you want to just write in for that, the Johnny podcast, T A G E J O N D podcast at gmail.com. You can do that. Uh, the Johnny podcast on Facebook. That's my Facebook page for the show. Uh, like subscribe, download, listener support buttons, links on there. If you want to support the show that way. Um, like I said, just try and support the show and everything. If you want to be a sponsor, I, you can do the exclusive naming rights to the studio. You can do, so I said the Lizard Mill Creations studio. Uh, you can make it something else. I can't even think of something funny to say right now. You can make it the Lagunitas uh, IPNA uh, studio. Yeah, Lagunitas, that was my beer I was drinking earlier. Lagunitas non-alcoholic uh, pale ale. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, so if you want to do that, you can do it. Give me some money, peoples. Throw me some monetary gains. All right. Now, the way we're going to do this next, because I mentioned it before the break, was about Steven Spielberg being a big game hunter. A lot of people are probably, probably years probably perked up a little bit on that, right? Well, uh, so this is what it was. Now, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I don't have a video show, but... Uh, <laughs> So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go if you can. If you can, do it. If not, then don't worry about it. Um, I want you to Google or Bing, whatever search engine you you're using. Uh, Steven Spielberg, Steven with the V, Spielberg, uh, and then uh, Big Game Hunter or something like that. You know, along those lines. And you're gonna see a picture pop up. And if you can't do this now, then I guess. You can pause it, listen to this later, whatever, or you can just listen to it now. And then, so basically, all right. So pull it up, look at the picture. Okay, all you guys and girls, women, men, 
looking at the picture right now. Look at the picture, right? Steven Spielberg, large, appearing to be dead animal behind it, behind him. Can't talk today. Uh, look, 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 look at it. Okay, everybody, good. That's a fucking triceratops. <laughs> when you first look at the picture, yes, you see Steven Spielberg sitting there. He's got a weird sort of half Indian, half chill uh, pose going on. And he's in front of a large, what appears to be dead, large, big game animal. It's a triceratops. <laughs> it's a triceratops. It's from when he was working on the movie Jurassic Park. Okay? <laughs> Do you remember in Jurassic Park, they found a triceratops that was sick. And it was laying on the ground. And I guess he sat in front of it and they took a picture of him. That's all it was. So I I heard about this. I saw this. Uh, ooh, got a little hot on that. I saw this um, last last week. I guess is when it was. Uh, a friend of mine posted it, and I hadn't I hadn't really heard about it yet. Uh, before before last week, and but people lost their freaking minds. People lost their goddamn minds. Uh, somebody put it on. I saw it on Facebook, but it was all over social media. One woman, her first name, Penelope. <laughs> really? This is going to be a good one. Steven Spielberg lying with a dead Triceratops. She wrote, because uh, the, the caption above it says, what do you think of this? Um, and she wrote, he's a disgusting, inhumane prick. <laughs> I'd love to see these humans be stopped. Now, my... Uh, opinion on big game hunting is I don't like it. I don't like any kind of hunting myself personally. Shooting a gun is one thing just for fun. Shoot a target. Okay. Um, but just to go out as a sport. I mean, if you're going out and like hunt an animal and then take it and eat it. Okay. Fine. You know, you want to kill a deer you know, or whatever, you know, throw some egg wash on that hunk of meat and uh, put some bread on it and fry that sucker up. I am down for it. But if you're going out just to shoot something, that's just stupid. That's just really stupid. Uh, if you go fishing, you know, if you're going to take the fish home and eat them, do it. Otherwise, throw them back. But people just, yeah, I don't agree with it, but they do it. And it's supposed to help the herd and the animals they shoot are old or sick or whatever. And the people pay exorbitant amounts of money, uh, $50,000 to go. And they're taken to the animals. This thing this is not hunting. They're taking out to the animal who's standing in the middle of a grassy field uh, <laughs> on a knoll, a grassy knoll. And, uh, yeah, and they just take them and just shoot them. And then they get the picture taken with them. And by doing this, they're helping. They're helping, I guess. Whatever. Per my personal thoughts aside, <clears throat> uh, yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous because, come on. Let's finish up what this lady is saying. Uh, hunters need to be stopped. And then she writes, I think zoos are the best way to keep these innocent animals safe. Assholes like this piece of shit <laughs> are going into these beautiful animals' home and killing them. It's no different than someone coming into your home and murdering you. I mean, sort of, yeah, and kind of, no. <laughs> Uh, that's what's so selfish about people, PPL. What, you couldn't buy any vowels? Did you, 
what? Buy some vowels at the ABC store. That's what I used to tell my son when I was drinking. <laughs> Back in the day, I'd, I'd go to the store and be like, I gotta go buy some vowels. Yeah, great parenting, John. Anyways, I don't drink anymore. Uh, that that people hunt are uneducated, and their way of thinking is. Oh, I guess he's trying to do a quote, but there's no quotation marks. All right, so let's do the quote. So yeah, so it says. Uh, so basically, their way of thinking is, well, these animals are overpopulating and are going to die anyway. So, okay, so that's the end of the quote. So that. And she says, well, human beings are overpopulating. Guess what? If we were to kill an innocent human being and use that as an excuse, overpopulation, we'd be in prison. Well, what if the person was just an asshole? Like, what if the person was literally just somebody you didn't like? And then they... <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. There's people in this life that existed in this world. Yeah. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> Like to hunt him for sport. Um, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I think it's time. I think it's time to, to say that the same thing about animal rights. Steven Spielberg, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> it's so condescending. And the thing is, it's on Facebook, so there's all these like mad, furious faces. How many people? He said, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm not watching any of your movies ever again. Animal killer. Animal killer in all caps. <laughs> um, I think I had a pretty good response to it. To the whole, how would you feel? And people wrote back, disgusting, uh, sickening. <laughs> very, very sickening. <laughs> This is what I had to say about it. I wrote, I would be very upset considering how triceratops are such a rare, a rare animal these days. I mean, how more endangered species list can you get than zero? And I would stop watching his movies, but Road to Perdition is filmed so beautifully. Close Encounters, Epic, Indiana Jones, Saving Private Ryan. It's going to be really hard to still watch his movies after knowing he killed an animal that doesn't exist anymore. When this lady asked the teacher in school, quote, when is all this dinosaur stuff possibly going to come up in life? This right here, on its most basic level, was why he was teaching her about dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm not expecting you to know the name, lady. I'm not expecting you to go look at it and go, oh, that's a triceratops. Maybe you weren't into dinosaurs as a kid or something like that. Hey, that's fine. But at least know that's a dinosaur. At least know that's not a real animal. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that that that's that's how you know it's really, you know, for most people say for Christ's sake or whatever. No. When it's for fuck's sake, that's that's when you know it's real. This is absolutely ridiculous. People chastised Steven Spielberg and then they were like, oh crap. So Penelope, you're all over the place looking like a moron. I'm just saying, how do you, how do you, what else are you so involved in that you can tell that this is not a real wild animal? I'm not saying no, all the animals around the world, okay? But you should at least look at that and be able to tell it's fake. <laughs> yep. 
All right, all right. Let's move on. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. People heard the story. He was on the internet. There's a picture of him from years back. Killed some big animal. You know, it was a movie prop, right? What? Uh, never mind. All right, moving on. So, uh, summertime, right? One of my favorite things to do in the summertime. We always like to do it. Everybody likes to watch seasonal movies, right? Christmas, you watch Christmas Story, Wonderful Life. Well, I don't, but some people might. It's black and white. It sounds shitty. So, you know, nobody wants to sit there and watch It's a Wonderful Life and Dolby Surround Sound. Just saying. But you watch seasonal movies, right? Easter, it's cartoons, whatever's going on. One of my favorite things to do in the summertime is to watch the movie National Lampoon's Vacation. The original one. Chevy Chase. What was it? Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, the MILF mom. Fantastic. Uh... You know, it's, just, it's a great movie. It's a classic, right? And um, so my buddy Jeremy Worm Forsyth, who you met on episode 26 of the, of the podcast here, uh, was supposed to be on second half of the podcast last episode, but he couldn't make it in time, and I was trying to get it done, and eh, it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, Worm's a funny guy, and we like to hang out and... Love classic movies. Play the movie quote game. We used to cook together in a couple different restaurants. And so, you know, we'd hang out. We'd do the movie quote game. You ever play that where you do a quote from a movie? Like Ronnie Dangerfield's going, Hey, you scratched my anchor from Caddyshack. Uh, of course, from uh, Vacation, it would be, This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Stuff like that. And uh, so we were hanging out. We were watching, we were, we were watching uh, Vacation the other night. Last week, he was hanging out at the house here. And um, so I just love in the movie. Clark W. Griswold, played by Chevy Chase. Uh, it's a terrible setup. Sorry. Anyways, what I'm saying, though, I love how in the movie he talks about wanting to go see the uh, world's largest ball of twine. <laughs> uh, biggest house of mud. Stuff like that. Because those are definitely... Because, yeah, you want to go... Yes, if you're going... They were what? They were going from Chicago... To Wally World in California, um, which was actually that part was actually filmed at uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, of course, Wally World being a fake amusement park, fake, fake, just like everything else in California, it's all fake. <laughs> um, but I was just thinking about, yeah, it's great. You want to go somewhere? You can go to Disney World or something like that. Yeah, it's awesome. But what are some of the things? Because he's talking about the ball of twine. I mean, what, is that really real? And we'll get to that. And it is real. Um, but I was like, what other weird attractions do people have around the country that people might be on some road trip and go, let's drive an hour or four, sorry, to uh, to go see this, you know? What's a weird roadside attraction we could go visit? So I looked up a few of them. Um, in Alabama, they have what's called the Ave Maria Grotto. And it's a four acres. It's a roadside. By the way, I... I pulled most of this list off of uh, what's uh, it's insider.com. So if we go in there and look up uh, uh, what is it called? Strangest roadside attractions in every state, but I'm not gonna do every state. And you can play along if you're if you're at home. Get the play at home game. Uh, it's grottos. I thought that was what the uh, they had the Playboy Mansion. Um, 
but it's uh, statues, replicas, 125 grottos made out of trash and cement by the hunchbacked Benedictine monk Brother Joseph. Brother Joseph, weren't they a band in the 90s? Kind of metal, kind of not. If they're not, if they're not a band from that time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make one. Uh, yeah, Coleman, Alabama, Alabama. Okay, Alaska. They have the world's largest Santa. This 42 foot tall Santa stands guard over the town of North Pole, which used to go by Davis. What? Before its name change in 1953. So your town was called Davis, and you decided to call it North Pole. Alaska. Wow. That is a switch. 1953. See, even back in 1953, I think people were probably uh, of some sort of sense <laughs> where they would be like, uh, yeah, did you hear about Bob? Yeah, he wants to change the town to North Pole. What? Bob is losing his goddamn mind. Uh, that had to be a town full of drunks or something. Let's name it North Pole. Freaking woo. No pole, baby. Now we're going to build a 42-foot-tall Santa. During the cold Alaskan winters, this Santa might feel right at home, but when temperatures rise in the summer, it's apparent that he's far from home. Well, he's fucking Alaska, whatever. Farther than 1,700 miles to be exact. It's that far from the North Pole from Alaska? I mean, Alaska's a big state. Don't get me wrong. Arizona, they have a London Bridge. What? It says, if you thought that only London Bridge is in London, you're wrong. The original London Bridge actually sits, the original in italics, sits uh, over Arizona's Lake Havasu. Havasu. Havasu and a smile. Though the bridge was first built over the River Thames in England, in England's capital in the 1830s, it was dismantled and brought... To the U.S. in 1967. What? London Bridge is falling down. Hmm. It was this man brought to the U.S. in 1967 as a tourist attraction for entrepreneur Robert P. McCulloch. Uh, retirement from real estate development at Lake Havasu City. That's interesting. Arizona, though. Like, oh, my God, check it out. It's London Bridge. I'm like, yeah, you know it's hot as hell out here? Yeah. You got to, yeah. It's as hot as, it's Arizona, man. You got a bridge with some AC or something? You want to put, uh, Arkansas, they have what's called Christ of the Ozarks. Um, it's 66 feet tall. It's the third tallest Jesus statue, Christ statue, in the world. 66 feet tall. Wow. They're like, dude, your town sucks. Oh, yeah? We have the third tallest Christ statue in all the world. Better respect. Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Off of Highway 62. That ain't no. That's like state highway. California has Salvation Mountain. Similar to Alabama's Ave Maria. Why can I not? Grotto... It's larger than life. It's a religious shrine. It's five stories tall and 150 feet wide. Crowned with the words, God is love. Okay, well, I'm not going there. I don't know. It just doesn't, it looks weird. But it's it's built out of uh, old tires, windows, and assortment of junk. I don't know. The, I'm not against the religion thing. 
If you're in a little religious thing, do your religion thing. I, I'm not saying I don't believe in God, but I'm not going someplace with God is love. Good for you and good for him. Uh, Colorado, Colorado Springs, off of I-25. <clears throat> it's in Herkimer, Colorado. Oh, no. Yeah, no, the name is Herkimer. Sorry. Herkimer is a monster-sized West Indian Hercules beetle. Ooh, that tries to attract passers-by to the main museum of the tropics. I have no idea what that is. Uh, apparently, it got vandalized a lot over the years, so now he has barbed wire and is under 24-hour surveillance. Oh, yeah, he's got the big... That's pretty. That's pretty big thing. You can jump on that thing's back. Probably hold about six of you, just to give you a reference. Big clomper, chomper things on it. Uh, let's see what's another one I found. Oh yeah, let's go and tell Delaware has the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> um, this wouldn't be nearly as weird if this Fountain of Youth were somewhere you might expect it to be, like Florida or an island in the Caribbean. Even weirder, there's no water left in it. What? How is no water? It's a f- plus. It's not a fountain. It's a it's a well. It looks like a well. And there's a lake behind it. Where do you think the fuck it... Can you just go in the lake? Where do you think the water comes from? It's all the... It's a water table. <laughs> How do you have a dry well sitting next to a lake? That's some... Some bad engineering. <clears throat> oh, Florida. Oh, this is... Yeah, so this is a Wiki-Wachi. Wiki-Wachi. E-E-K-I-E-W. W-A-C-H-E-E. This was actually... I think this was the place that was in the movie Right Stuff. Do you guys remember that? Maybe right stuff. It's for the mermaids. They dance. So it's uh, world famous mermaids putting on shows <clears throat> since 1947. They have to pass. The performers have to pass a rigorous application and tryout uh, to be held as an official mermaid. They do three 15 minute shows a day. Huh. Bet that's the place. Georgia has a giant peanut. Looks like Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Uh, it was built in 1976 for Jimmy Carter's bid to the Oval Office, otherwise known as the White House. It's in Plains, Georgia, but it was built in Indiana. That's an odd combination. Volcano steam vents in Hawaii, near on Kauai. Kilauai, Kilauai. Uh, you can watch the steam from your car. What? Oh, from the vents. Okay. <laughs> steam from my car. Pull over for a quick steam facial. I don't think so. But just don't be tacky and throw coins like many of the tourists have come before. Why would you throw why would you throw your a, a, a wish? Like you throw a coin in a fountain and make a wish? Why would you throw one in a steam vent? That's freaking steam. What happened to your wish? It, yeah, it didn't come true. What do you think? What do you think went wrong? I'm pretty sure it evaporated. Idaho has a giant spud on the back of a flatbed. Uh, it's by a drive-in movie theater. Interesting. Illinois. It's a 170-foot catsup, catsup, not ketchup, catsup bottle. is more than meets the eye. <coughs> it's uh, actually a water, working water tower for Collinsville. And is the center of a yearly festival in July. That's got to be a barn burner. Woo! The catsup festival. Now <laughs> it says... Where the world's largest ketchup bottle stands is still uncertain. 
All right. Uh, Indiana world's largest ball of paint. Uh, okay. Uh, Alexandria, uh, Indiana. Started in 77 as a baseball. Uh, and now it's worked up to, it's got over 24,000 layers of paint. It's just hanging in a, it looks like it's a kid's science experiment with the lettering on the wall behind it. Uh, 24,000 layers. And if you stop by, you can contribute your own layer. How does that work? Okay, here it is. Talking about the world's largest ball of twine. Kansas, because they were going through Kansas. Remember, they stopped off at uh, uh, the the cousin's house in uh, in Kansas. And uh, Audrey gets the, the box of, well, she gets some joints from her cousin. And then the other cousin was telling uh, Rusty <laughs> how to look at the porn mags. Um, yeah. So he talks about going to see the world's largest ball of twine, which the sign on here says in 1988, its circumference was 40 foot 3 inches, 14,687 pounds. It says what started as a simple way to store leftover twine quickly turned into a race for the record books. As of 2014, Cocker City's ball of twine was the largest on record. Sadly, its ball shape is becoming disfigured and years of rain have made it a bit pungent. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's a sight and smell worth pulling over for. I guess. It does look like a big... Well, they have a roof over it. How's it getting rained on? Interesting. There's a something in there that looks like a mailbox. I hope that's not a... What is that, a suggestion, Muggs? I got a suggestion for you. Clean your big-ass ball of twine. It's stinky. Put some breeze on that thing. <laughs> Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Oh, Kentucky, they have the Dinosaur World. I've heard about this. I was down there one time doing shows. and So basically, they got a big T-Rex. So basically, they have this this wooded area that's full of... Because that's the thing. Dinosaurs roamed the entire planet at one point. The entire what is now land um, millions of years ago. And uh, so, yeah, you could. it's actually believable that you would drive through millions of years ago and not drive through. If you were there at the time, you know what the fuck I'm saying. And you would see dinosaurs roaming around, just just like whatever. <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of the fauna, as the technical term goes, has changed. But uh, yeah, they got brontosauruses and Mardi Gras World in Louisiana, International Cryptozoology uh, Museum. When they have a museum dedicated to Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. The picture's a little weird because this, they're all, the chairs in the middle of the room are all in a circle like they're having an AA meeting. Uh, ooh, Maryland National Museum of Health and Medicine. That could be interesting. This taxpayer-funded museum, well, then it's for all of us, right? Isn't exactly a roadside attraction, but with real slices of human arms, brains in glass jars, and the bullet that killed Abraham Lincoln, it might as well be. Interesting. Their collection of medical odysseys can't be rivaled, so keep Ripley's Believe It or Not, and head, so skip, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and head here instead. Massachusetts, they got a house made out of paper. I heard about this a while back. Um, the entire thing is made out of paper. Uh, paper house was simple. <clears throat> they, the concept of it, the design of it, making it work. But it included, um, yeah, it says right here, 
they had to roll and shellac for 20 years newspapers to build a thing. Wow, newspaper and shellac. Do not smoke in that house. World's largest tire in Michigan, Allen Park. That's a Uniroyal. It's a big-ass tire. Off of uh, I-94. Bidnair, 12 tons, 80 foot tall. It was a Ferris wheel originally for the 64-65 World's Fair. I don't know. Minnesota, Jolly Green Giant. What's the name of the town? Doesn't say. Uh, world's largest 20th century pecan. Pecan, pecan. It's actually a large piece of concrete. And they painted it to look like a pecan. But it says it's a pecan. But they said it's a 20th century pecan. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's a pecan now, now a pecan. It's 20th century. It's pecan. It's, it's evolved. Car hands. Um, the USS Albacore. Yeah, this is funny. So <clears throat> when you seek out the tour of an important top secret submarine, you probably don't expect to see it laying in a ditch on the side of the road, but you'll find the U.S. Albacore just off of U.S. 1 and I-95 in New Hampshire. According to curators, the insurance isn't as expensive if it sits rather than swims. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's kind of cool. New Jersey, loose the elephant. Six-story elephant. Where is that at? Oh, Atlantic City. Four Corners. Now, this is someplace I want to go. It's where all the four states. So it's uh, New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, and Utah. And you can stand and you can you could put your, uh, you can have a limb in every state. Of, well, those four states. World's smallest church is in New York. Why would you do that? It's small. I'm hungry. All right. Biggest and large. This tiny church, which goes by Cross Island Chapel, can fit only two people inside and floats on a small lake. <laughs> Why would you? Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina, world's largest chest of drawers. Where is that? I'm very familiar with North Carolina. Off of I-85. Where is it? Oh, High Point, North Carolina. I know where that is. I've never I've been there. I've never heard about that. Enchanted Highway in uh, North Dakota. World's largest basket in Ohio. This giant roadside basket. It is. That's freaking massive. It's a building. It's a freaking building. Yeah, it's an, actually an office building. <laughs> Where you work at? I work at the basket. Stop staring and be thankful you're not one of those people uh, that has to work in the office. The bowling ball yard. They took a bunch of bowling balls. Fucking who cares? Uh, Oregon's Grants Pass, man. Does anybody ever... <clears throat> right in the show, let me know if you have an interesting uh, thing to look at. Thejohnnypodcast at gmail.com. Rhode Island's the world's largest bug. $20,000, New England Pest Control Company. Big Blue Bug Solutions. They have the world's largest bug. Their giant blue termite stands atop their roof and can be seen from I-95 in Providence. Been to Providence, Rhode Island. Never heard of it. The The big bug. World's largest fire hydrant in South Carolina. <clears throat> 1975 is when it was built. 
Where is it? Oh, Columbia. Petrified Wood Park, South Dakota. I'm uh, walking through a cone-shaped tree all made of pieces of petrified wood. Huh. Parthenon in Tennessee. Full-scale replica of the legendary Parthenon in Athens, Greece. I would rather go to Greece. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nothing against you, Tennessee. You have a nice state. Beer can house in Texas. Don't care. <clears throat> a gorilla holding up a Volkswagen Beetle. In Virginia, we have Foamhenge. What the fuck? That's what we have. Insider, that's what you came up with. Stone Jams was, uh, was made out of stone. He decided on this artist side on foam instead. So he just made somebody to mess up. Under the Aurora Bridge in uh, Washington, there's a troll statue under a bridge. Ew, that's creepy. There's a Mothman statue in West Virginia. There's plenty of other stuff to see. Just go out and look at the people. Those are some interesting roadside attractions. World's largest fish in Wisconsin. U.S. 63. Fishing Hall of Fame. Um, it's as big as a Boeing 757. It's a uh, it's the largest fiberglass fish. Oh, it's a muskie. Ugh, those are nasty fish. Wyoming, they got a giant head of Abraham Lincoln. It's just a bigger target. Okie dokie. Hey. That was cool. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, Wyoming. He wasn't from Wyoming. I say a memorial monument, a monument to Abraham Lincoln is strange. The fact that it's in Wyoming, a state that has no connection to the 16th president, is... <laughs> I agree, but it's, you know they built a giant peanut for Jimmy Carter in Indiana, and it's in Georgia. So, is that where it was? A giant head once sat nearby at the highest point along the old Lincoln Highway, oh. but was moved to rest along I eighty when it was completed in nineteen sixty nine, rendering it pretty much pointless. <laughs> so there you go. Write in the show too, and let me know what you're doing this summer. I want to know. I want to know what people are out there doing. You know, did you get any vacation stuff? I know we got the pandemic stuff. I know the other craziness going on in the world and the variant and everything else. But <clears throat> hopefully you got to do stuff, right? <laughs> hopefully you got to do stuff. Don't shoot any triceratops when you go out to, you know, the big national parks and everything. Okay, I got to get going. So. I hope you had 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 fun. Hope you had a good time. I'm uh I'm a little tired, so I need to go and get this done and put into uh, put out on there on the in- internet, the old www. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Thanks so much for hanging out again. I appreciate it. I hope you had fun listening to me babble on about crazy stuff. Uh, don't forget your charities. Obviously, I yes, like, subscribe, download charity uh charities though very important but you can support the show listen support buttons um want to be a sponsor on the show twitter write the show the john d podcast t-h-e-e-j-o-n-d podcast at gmail and um yeah hit me up and uh but don't forget your charities okay uh 
bestfriends.org, Wounded Warrior Project, Feeding America, No Kid Hungry, No Kids Hungry, um, all, all very good, all very, very good charities. Um, any charity in general. I know I think times are tough, but just support one. Just give a dollar, two. Uh, every little bit helps. Or you can give a dollar to me. All right, I got to get going. <clears throat> Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. This has been episode number 36 of the Johnny Podcast. Train Tide Trace, right? The Johnny Podcast. Episode 36. And I'm going to try to get back to you sooner rather than later. All right, good talking to you. See you.